for this was just basically because we believe in the power of sharing what has gone on in our lives. We, it's a testimony, that's what you want, if you want to call it that, and this is part of that. We want to, it's simple, we don't even have a lot planned out, but um, we just want to share what God has done in our lives in regards to worship or whatever else comes to mind, and um, to encourage you maybe to do the same, to encourage you on the journey you're on, or maybe to start you on a whole new one. So yeah, that was basically the heart for this morning is to share different voices um, with regards to worship. And so I just wanted to pray first. God, I just thank you for who you are. And ultimately, that's it. You are the one we worship. And that is the thesis statement, if we could have one for this whole morning, is the, is the desire to put you first and most and best and to worship you. And so we just pray that you would teach us all this morning how to do that um, better or different and that we would be able to capture your heart with our lives and this morning. Amen. So Amen. last Sunday morning I was away and sadly and um, I felt like actually that it was a beneficial time for me that God shared with me something that I was to share this morning and it, it was like 99.9% all for me and maybe 0.1% for one of you or you know a lot of you so I am receiving this it's not meant to be a, a condemnation at all it's just a, a, a call to something different a little bit and so I am receiving it, and here's what I felt like I heard. Multitasking isn't really multitasking. It gives each a little less of the attention because I, I'm a very good multitasker. I feel like I can get a lot done with my day, and there is laundry being folded and dinner being made and all these things all at the same time, and nothing has lost my attention. But when it comes to worship, which is what we are getting at this morning, we need a one-track mind. And... If we think we can worship the Lord and get a whole bunch of other things done, I believe God is telling me we're wrong. We need to have hearts that are set fully on him and time that is given for him. And so I think that can look a lot different. And I know we try to cram a lot into our busy days, but I want to encourage you to um, give him some real time. So. Yeah, I think that's actually a really good word. I think it's more than just for the 0.1% of us. How do you agree <laughs> to that? Um, one of the books I read uh, a long time ago defined um, defined worship as finding something worth devoting yourself to and then devoting yourself fully to it. And it's good because I, I'm, I actually grew into my desire for worship. So I've always been a musician. I've always played instruments or music. And uh, I played in, in bands and, you know, bass is my main instrument and listened to jazz. And, these, and so worship was boring. So I never really understood the idea that um, why it's kind of weird. You know, we come together and we sing, and you know, and if you're a musician, it's usually the same four chords. And why do we? <laughs> Sorry. Why do we we do this? And then uh, understanding that worship is more than just singing. It's finding something you know worth devoting yourself to, and then devoting yourself fully to it. Uh, worship was a, a, you, I've heard this before. It's kind of corny, but I'll say it anyways. Like, worship's a lifestyle that that literally we live worship in our, and our and who we prioritize shows what we're worshiping and who we're devoting ourselves to. And yeah, I just wrote down the verse Romans 12, one to two, that therefore I urge you brothers and sisters in view of God's mercy 
to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. So really how we live our life reflects worship as well. So it's more than just I'm singing on Sunday morning, which we're going to talk about because that's also important. Yeah. But it's, you know, it's not just what I do when I'm here. It's literally how I live outside of just Sunday morning. You guys have any thoughts? Well, I think just picking up on your your point of worship as a lifestyle, um, I heard a really great testimony a few years back about uh, um, a worship leader that that is kind of a mentor to me of um, a young family and hey, now I got to take off my mommy hat. Now I got to put on my worship hat. And there, there was a wise statement of the worship hat should never come off. So it's, it's really a demonstration of what's coming out of our heart, out of my heart. And, you know, whether it's in, in music and playing with a team or whether it's um, at home with my husband or, or with our kids, it's something that should always be flowing out. Mm -hmm. And it's not just music, as I'm not a musician. I mean, I wanted to be a rock star. <laughs> I wanted to be a lead singer. I was really good, and then puberty hit, and that was it, it was over. <laughs> so it's not just about music, as I'm the only one up here who doesn't play an instrument. And, because it, it, is, it is a lifestyle, it's what pours out of your heart. So it's not just about, it's not just about the music, it's not about listening to music, it's not about singing music it's bigger than music and it's it's likened to um it's really like marriage it, worship is that one-on-one -on -one time with with the lord like a couple will have one-on-one -on -one time but yet when i'm not with my wife i'm thinking about her and i'm i'm doing things that are for her whether it's i'm at work whether i'm mowing the lawn whether i'm splitting wood all these different things that i do as as a part of our marriage relationship but it, all that stuff doesn't substitute the one-on-one -on -one time. And that's one thing that's really key is that set-aside devotional time with him, to listen to him, to hear him. And as you go deeper into that, you're, it's, it's kind of interesting. I'm, I'm just on this precipice of now being able to distinguish the different voices of God, what, what Jesus, what the Holy Spirit sounds like, what the Father sounds like. And they speak in different voices, and they sound different. And it's, it's really cool because you can be having these conversations with them wherever you are, mm -hmm. whether it's out on the stoop drinking coffee in the morning or sitting in bed in the morning or whether you're just sitting at home and, and having some quiet time and you're just having these conversations. And it's, it's, a, it's a really a beautiful thing because it just because out of that becomes your outpouring of your life. So when I'm riding to work, I might be singing a song, I might be singing in tongues, I might be praying over the town as I'm riding to work and then riding home and those sorts of things. It then becomes an, just an outpouring of who, who you've become because of him and what he's done for you and through you. I can remember, I was thinking about what you said about worship, boring, like when you're, whether it has to do with being a musician or not. And, and for me, I think of how worship for me has changed over the years. I've said it before, if you've been here long enough that when I was younger I came here because that was what we did our family has come here since I was four and I had no problem with that it wasn't like I was 
not wanting to come here. I just, that is just the way it was. And so at some point you need to consider why you do what you do. And um, before I got to the why I do what I do stage, I was the I don't like what I do stage. And that was called teenagehood. And um, <laughs> I still came and I, I, I bet most people here had no idea that I was not happy to be here. But um, once college hit and I had the real choice to do what I do and why and where and and what. It took on a, a whole different meaning. Um, I googled what worship means and it's it's what Sam said, to ascribe worth to someone or something. But it also said um, by literally, like so actually kneeling, bowing or lying prostrate on the ground. And that is for me what changed my heart for worship was in college having the time in my own room to lie on my floor. And it's been a while. I feel like that was the call last week when God was like, stop multitasking. It's hard to fold laundry when you're lying on the floor. So like, so literally I need to, to do some of these things more to, I don't know, focus my heart. I don't know what it is that, yeah, I think it's good. And so that for me is what changed over the years. Um, and now it's just, I do what I want to do because I want to do it. And I feel like God is worthy. and. Yeah, what was that, to acclaim worth? Is that what you... Yeah, to ascribe worth to, ascribe to someone worth. Or, some, like, or something. That sounds like something. I have, Sorry, I know Sam, I'll lean in. Let's make sure we lean into the microphone so that everyone can hear us. But um, that describing worth, it, it means it has a cost. There's like a sacrifice to worship, and time is that sacrifice, you know. Um, pride is that sacrifice. You know, that was my issue, right? I'm too good for this. Well, <laughs> I'm not that good, right? Like... <laughs> Pride is the sacrifice, and and really, God is just worthy of it. He's worthy of my praise. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, For me, worship has been um, kind of a a journey, and, you know, growing up, um, music as part of church was was more uh, hymns, and and actually, I, I figured that out years later. It was actually prayer. So the very first time I was exposed to worship music even before I was saved um, I went to a church where I saw a lot of people doing this kind of thing and even waving flags and I it was interesting and and I always said well now I am one I am very wise (laughs) pastor of mine in the past that it's like lifting your antenna to God and it's so when I see that I just when I see the whole body lifting our hands up um, he's worthy of that but it also feels like I'm reaching that little bit closer. Um, But as a new believer um, 20 plus years ago, um, not only did I get saved during a worship song, um, I also was healed of depression during a worship song, during a worship service. I think worship can, uh, corporately, can really prepare our hearts to receive the word. And it brought scripture to life for me. So it, it... as a musician, that that kind of drew me in. It was the hook. And then I realized when I was reading the word, oh, that's in that song. <laughs> and it's just kind of really grown from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and even just the cool story of, of you receiving healing because worship isn't even for us, which is fun, right? It's, right. it's for God, yet it really does um, position Thanks. ourselves, right? Like I remember, you know, I've been pastoring this church now for, we're in our 11th year and I've been, you know, Christian for a long time. And I think it was what, two years ago 
where like the light bulb went off and I realized that when we're singing, we're actually declaring like the word of God and who God is. We're declaring his kind of like Sam, you're kind of dumb, right? <laughs> but like, no. it's powerful. You know, we're, we're actually, whether you actually feel it or not, you're saying out loud, you know, you are the way maker. You make a way where there is no way. Even when I don't see it, you're mo- you're actually speaking to your spirit and you're giving yourself life. Isn't it fun? This totally like makes me think of the, one of the verses I copied down. No, I actually copied down a few verses, but um, I remember when it clicked for me. I love the aha moments when you're like, yeah, aha, and something someone's been trying to tell you forever um, finally clicks. It's usually it, me. Yeah, but it really does have to click for me. I'm like, you could say it, keep saying it, because, and even keep saying it the same way, because it just takes me that long sometimes to get what you're saying. But this is one of those moments, and it wasn't with you, it was with God, mm-hmm. where I had that realization that I'm in charge of myself. I am in charge of when I come to worship the Lord, I bring myself to do to that place. I don't have to feel like I want to. I don't have to have time for it. I don't have to be in the mood. I need to just do it. And so that was the realization for me. And it's uh, kind of based on, um, I'm not 100% sure that this was the verse I got originally about it, but it's similar where it says, why am I, why am I discouraged? This is Psalm 43. Um, why is my heart so sad? I will put my hope in God. I will praise him again, my savior and my God. So for me, it was, it was a real act of faith for one thing, but also just a, a determination maybe, a, I don't know, a conviction that God's worth it. So when I come in these doors or at my house or in my car, I don't have to feel like I want to worship. Mm. I just have to worship. There, I'm worshiping something, whether it's me or God or my emotions or, yeah. Yeah, and that's the beauty, because our, our, our feelings lie to us. I mean, if I had a friend like my feelings, I'd never talk to them. <laughs> you know, I mean, it, my feelings are not, they're not accurate. What is accurate is we are loved, we matter, we are important, that God hears us all the time. It was a scripture this morning. He hears us. He sees us. Even when we're hiding in a place where we think nobody can find us, like hiding like a two-year-old, Nobody, yeah. right? <laughs> I'm hiding because I can't see you, but he can see us all the time, yeah. where we are and what we're up to. And it's, it's, it's knowing that that is, is, is key in, in our worship because he sees us everywhere, no matter what we're doing. And he knows our thoughts. And it, those are the things that help us to get closer to him because he already knows us. We don't have to clean up our act to come before him. Jesus did that for us. Jesus is the evidence of our salvation. Yeah, it's good. Me getting better, being a better husband or a better father is not evidence of my salvation. Jesus is the evidence of that. And when we live from that point, that all the, 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 the grace that he poured out is the simple fact that when he looks at us, he sees Jesus in us. He doesn't see where we're missing it. He only sees Jesus in us. So his grace is the empowering presence that he gives us, his Holy Spirit, to be, be the person he sees when he looks at us. And that is, that's worthy of being of worship because mm-hmm. where would we be without him? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know I wouldn't be sitting here today if it wasn't for him. There's not a chance. Yeah. Because I was heading in a totally different direction when he got hold of me. And I was like, wow. 
Yeah. This is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I think of the, the question why we worship is like, I think there's different answers, right? You talk about, you know, because God's, you know, worthy of our worship, the devotion part. Uh, but uh, one of the reasons I think that we worship is because the Bible says we're yeah. supposed to, right? Mm -hmm. I always wonder why we sing. Isn't singing kind of funny? Like, it's cool, like, that we are one of the few things on earth that can actually change the inflection of our voice and, and use words, and, and that we're made in the image of God, and that God, who, you know, who is, you know, we're made in his image, created the world with his words. But uh, the Bible just literally says, praise him with your words. I mean, there's, or song. I, one of the things, that, one of the verses I wrote is it's one of my one. favorite uh, verses in Psalm 100. It says, Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. So that shout is literally your voice. And so Katie's got that. She likes shouting. I so. do love shouting. <laughs> uh, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Uh, um, know that the Lord is God. And it is he who made us. And we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. And give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. And one of the reasons why I love this verse is because it gives you kind of the, the recipe. First of all, it's a command. And I like that because you've been talking about your feelings and how if, you know, if my feelings were a friend, I would never talk to it. <laughs> it's sometimes we've got to tell ourselves, okay, like I, I, I feel this, but I am really this. Like I feel alone, but I am actually chosen and loved and, and I will put on joy. It's a determination to it. But I, I love how in the psalm, it's like the, the entryway into his presence is actually our praise. Uh, um, and so many times I feel like uh, um, I look to, this is going to come out wrong, but hear my heart. Like something happens, and I, you know, I need to pray, right? Mm -hmm. I need to pray right now. And it's reactive prayer, you know, like, oh man, you know, I just broke my leg. Well, that's a really extreme example. <laughs> I, like, whatever. <laughs> and I just need to pray. And, and, and I'm looking and I'm like, I feel like I'm begging to find his presence. And I love how the Psalm 100 is like, you know, you enter his presence with praise. You enter his presence with joy. And I think in, in, in every season we find ourselves, if we're like, man, I just, where God, where are you now? He's actually found in our praise. Mm -hmm. It's powerful. And it's really hard to like really... Like, my girls and my wife know I can get, actually get pretty moody. And that doesn't happen very often, honestly. So no, when it, it happens, doesn't. it's Once like pretty... Okay, hello. <laughs> Seriously? Seriously? Um, Just once. Well, I thought that was good. <laughs> when, um, when I'm in that, that mood, it's really hard to stay in that mood when I'm worshiping. And so... You know, Katie, I don't, sometimes I don't recognize when I'm there, but I can tell that I'm there when Katie says, hey, Just have you... put the music on. Have you, have you worshipped lately? I'm like, oh, man, I'm being grouchy or something. And so um, it's amazing. We enter his presence with praise. And, um, yeah, I don't know, it's a powerful thing. Well, I mean, and that really hits on the point that worship is spiritual warfare. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, when we're worshipping, the enemy has to flee. And, you know, when, when there's, and you, you mentioned earlier about um, being a sacrifice, whether it's your time or, you know, from a musician's perspective, preparing, rehearsing, um, getting the song into my, my spirit, my heart. Um, it, it is a sacrifice, but it's, it's so wonderful mm -hmm. to do that. And, you know, just as 
from the perspective of, of playing with a, a worship team, for me over the years, that's been my small group. I mean, we've done life together. Um, there's certain people on worship teams who have pastored me, pastored our teams, and just, you know, what's, what's God doing in your life? And it, it's, a, it's a real beautiful thing. And then when you're part of that in a, in a bigger corporate sense, there's nothing I love more than when we come together mm-hmm. um, in addition to Sunday morning, but like a, a worship night, and we're all in agreement. We're, we're standing in agreement together, mm-hmm. and, and we see um, people praying for each other. We see healings, and that's, um, it's just beautiful, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I love that. I love yeah. that, too. I, it makes me think of um, what I love most about worship, well... I shouldn't say what I love most. There's so many things I love about worship. But one of the things I love most about worship is when, like, little kids are, like, too young to know why we're doing what we're doing. And you see them just, like, yes. copying the bigger people and, and older people. And, and for me, I love the community. That is why I feel like I don't think we could go on without having one another to... I mean, you're joking about when you're moody or whatever, and I'm like, oh my gosh, turn on the music. That's what you're supposed to do to each other, is to encourage one another to get those hands up. Your hands are looking a little down, and um, get those knees on the floor. Um, It's time to worship the Lord. There's something going on with you that that needs some warfare, needs some attention, and I think we should be in that place where we can hear that from one another. your your hands are looking a little tired. How about I hold them up for you, actually? You know, like there's some times where we even trade. Okay, well, now I'm getting into prayer, but everything okay. kind of blends a bit where you trade what's going on. It's like, I actually have no more energy to, to care about what's on my heart right now. It's your turn. And then you warfare for one another. And that looks like worship a lot to me. Yeah. I love that song. Um, this is why we, this is how I fight my battles. Yeah. I, it's just really powerful. Um, if you, if you don't know it, you know, it's a very hard song. It's, it's, this is how I fight my battles. Over and over. This is how I fight my battles. And it's just acknowledging that, that it's in worship that I fight my battles. And historically, you look at um, Israel. Israel um, would lead with the presence of God. They would lead with music. They would lead with the Ark of the Covenant, which carried the presence of God. Well, well now there, 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 there is no Ark of the Covenant. There is no boundary to God's presence it's literally just our praise. And so if we carry that perspective and we go into situations with praise, whether it be, you know, if my attitude in my marriage is, you know, I'm going to go in combative or am I gonna, I'm going to separate myself and I'm going to start with praise and then go into the situation. Or as a parent, when you're like, okay, I'm going to set my kids straight or whatever it is, or, or do we then instead stop and pause and say, no, I need to go in this with praise. I need to go in this with God's presence. Um, What's that other um, song that's the testimony of that song was they wrote it during praying for some from a really, really sick kid. Raise a hallelujah. Raise a hallelujah. You know, I raise a hallelujah in the in the presence of my enemy. I raise a hallelujah. Um, Fear, you've lost your hold on me. All these like declarations Mm -hmm. like, I don't know. This is why I worship. And sometimes we ask, why do we raise our hands or why do we kneel? I don't know if I fully know the end. I can tell you why I do it. I do it because it was taught to me. And so that's why I do it. Um, but then also it was part of tradition that that's how they did it in the temple. They raised their hands. They, they shouted. And like you, I had someone teach me that, you know, we raise our hands and surrender or we position ourselves to receive. Uh, I just think 
it's literally an act of saying, God, this is you are this is you are greater than mm -hmm. you are this in, in my life right now. Um, this is how I fight my battles. This is what I give to you. It's a it's a it's a spiritual act, mm -hmm. really. I think, and it's a posture of thankfulness. Yeah, you know when we when we go in when we go in with He's praise, we go in with worship, we go in with thankfulness. It changes the atmosphere because that's really one of the big things that we're up against. No matter what we're doing, whether it's in our home, in our workplaces, wherever we are, it, it is the atmosphere that we change when we go in with that worship and praise and thankfulness we change things we drive things out we drive out the schemes mm -hmm. of the enemy and we invite the presence of god into that we bring in his peace his love his joy and we by changing those atmospheres we actually dial things down where people come in with a combative posture when you reflect back something different that is of the of the holy spirit there is no law against that they don't know what to do with that. The enemy in them doesn't know what to do with that because their fight is not against people in any situation. As we've learned over this last almost nearly two years now, we, we know our fight is not against people. It's against principalities and powers. Yeah. And the only way to disarm the enemy is through the praise and worship of our, of our Father, through the power of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, actually, that went really well when we had it. We had a worship night recently, a couple of weeks ago, and... Someone shared with me, and they're here, so I'm sorry that I, if I get it wrong a little bit, but it meant so much. Um, just a picture of when I think, oh, I'm coming to worship, and it's for God, like, and it is. It's 100%. God, I'm putting you on the throne, and it's intentional, and, and you're up there, and a worship night is for you. That's why I'm here, and I'm so excited to worship you. And then this person shared, um, it is a war against the enemy. And the enemy, like, we, go, we come to worship, and we're coming before the Lord, and she had this picture of, a bunch of mice hightailing it out the front door enemy leaving um because he doesn't want to hear our praise it's it's it he flees and so it was a picture of that and i was like oh yeah this isn't just about me getting my act together me putting god on the throne it is warfare uh, against the enemy and i think sometimes i forget that i don't really see much into the spiritual world and so i just I think I needed that reminder. And it yeah. was like, oh, yeah, I want to praise. I don't want him in my life. I don't want him in my home. I don't want him in my room. I don't want him in my car. And it's like, that's what also what it's for. So Yeah. Well, Philippians 2, 10 and 11 is, at the name of Jesus, every knee bows in heaven and earth and under the earth, and every tongue declares that Jesus Christ is Lord. There's power in the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. So, like, if we just practically kind of put these pieces together, Right where we know that we enter his presence with praise and where his presence is, only God is, right? Nothing other than God can be there. And what is, you know, if we want to picture heaven, the Bible says anything that's released or unlocked in heaven is unlocked in our lives. So the presence, and then we know that at, at the name of Jesus, like everything, not just the bad things, the good, bad, everything bows before his name. Everyone confesses that he is God. I mean, what can't we do in our life? What is too difficult if we, if we handle it first with praise and prayer, right? When we give praise, when we worship, um, it literally like clears the field. You know what I mean? Like it makes it easier. And uh, I don't know if I've ever put those things together until we were doing this all together. Cause like I knew these things, but like what if, not that we need to get patterns, but what if we remember this formula? That praise 
defeats the enemy. So what if I don't really have to fight before I have to fight? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know that we've mentioned this yet, but um, maybe we did, but everybody worships in a different way. Oh, yeah. And when we come together here in this house, um, there, there may be um, people who are, are very solemn but are in a sweet, sweet place with, with God, um, or there might be hands raised, or there might be tears. I know there's certain songs that just trigger me, just boom, I'm just a mess, and I'm like, I don't know why this is happening. <laughs> yeah. just, you know, there's just certain songs that just, um, it, it's just a connection with the Holy Spirit. But we have um, flags, um, there's dance, uh, being creative. Um, I said to my husband, I, I think when I'm out in my garden uh, picking something that I'm going to cook for that meal, I'm giving thanks for his provision or I'm making salsa for the season. It, it's, it's, I don't know, I think that can be a form of worship too. Mm -hmm. But it, it, everybody has their own way to worship. I, um, I don't know if you want to share more about it, but do you have any more details about your worshiping and then being freed from depression that you'd have yeah well that like, you know when that i think that was 2013 we were trying to figure out when that was and it was a uh, a worship night um in and this was after 15 years of being on medication yeah 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 long time <laughs> um so we were actually on our way on a road trip to to california um and there was a worship night in vancouver and the, the theme of, of that particular night was healing. And I actually, when I think back to that, I recall healing oil on my face. I couldn't explain why that was there. And um, as we carried on on our, our trip, I, I kind of forgot to take my medication. And typically that's, you should wean off of antidepressants. And that was a whole other, you know, story of, even um, getting to that point. But uh, I never crashed, and I just, I had some prayer at the church we went to at the end of that trip, and just had some real confirmation that God did heal me, he did do a good work, and, and it was just amazing, and mm -hmm. yeah. And it was a totally different scenario in our marriage then too, because she had kind of tried to go off her meds twice before and crashed miserably and now i had a wife on her a game <laughs> and so husbands you know what that what that looks like right a wife who's on her a game is some a force to be reckoned with <laughs> so it, it's totally transformed our marriage as well so in healing my wife he actually healed our marriage and healed our relationship as well which is was bigger than i can imagine yeah 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 mm -hmm. praise jesus i feel like worship is such a humbling place mm -hmm. like I find it, I actually find it dif not difficult. I don't find it difficult in a large setting. I don't find it difficult with like a girlfriend, but I find it difficult to do with Sam because you have, you have God like literally in the room. <laughs> and I guess it just, it's such a humbling place of him opening your hearts to conviction to, I mean, we do do stuff like that, but like, I just find it such a, when Guy was like, okay guys, we're praying for our wives. I'm like, I find that so difficult. Oh, I pray for them all the time, but I just meant like, it's that, such that a humbling. Yeah, it is like just pride needs to lie down, right? And and so that we can do these things together and see God move in our mm -hmm. midst and not be, yeah, like 
stumbling over ourselves. <laughs> yeah. I guess like if we want to summarize everything that we've been talking about, we worship because um, because God is worthy of our worship. We worship because the Bible says that we we need to worship God. And then there's all of a sudden even, this is just how good God is, that there's actually a benefit to praising him. Because right. as we praise him, we enter his presence. We literally make his presence tangible. And we warfare with our worship. We change the atmosphere around us with our worship. And uh, worship is powerful. So why we worship is, is because we need to. What can mm -hmm. we do without worship? What can we do without his presence? And what, <clears throat> right now, in our own lives, we can begin to think, what is seemingly impossible? What is the impossible in our lives right now that maybe we think we've given up on or we've thought, okay, well, I need to go find a different solution or, you know, this is what it is, whatever phrasing we use. Maybe I'm taking from this, from your testimony, Tanya, from what we're talking about is, is maybe I need to worship in this. Maybe I just need to enter my workplace with an attitude of worship that I've praised before coming here. i got to approach my car rides differently, you know? I've got to approach my time differently. Because I love your word about multitasking because it, it's, it's got to cost me my time. You know, well, and it I, does... I need to give God this time because he's worthy of my praise, right? Yeah. yeah, well, it does in a normal relationship. So I don't know why we wouldn't think... It would do it in a relationship with the Lord. Nothing bugs me more than someone staring at their phone while I'm talking to them. I'm listening. No, you're not listening. <laughs> listening is like looking at me. And then yeah. I know your ears are... And then it bugs me even more when he can actually repeat what I said after I said <laughs> When he's been staring at the hockey game. But like, God's no different. In fact, he's better. And so then my multitasking time, which I wouldn't even do with someone I barely like... <laughs> suddenly I'm doing it with God and like that seems so backwards where yeah I just need yeah. a slap a little bit like put down the laundry it's just still gonna be there <laughs> anyway yeah do you guys have anything to add well the only other little thing that I I, I just credit to to Holy Spirit is and it's just more of a, a musician thing is being a pretty um, amateur uh, musician is in corporate worship when when you feel the presence is there is there's stuff that happens on the instrument or in the voices that I, I just can't describe and I can't explain it, it's just um, it's like he takes over mm -hmm. the singing he takes over mm -hmm. the keys or the guitar I've heard angels I've heard a harmonic in a, in a room that you, you from behind that like you can't physically explain so it's it's just a, a beautiful um, it's a beautiful honor to be part of that yeah. but that's only one small part of worship it's I think my dad could say that how many times his head's whipped up from the sound booth going I didn't know there was a whatever trumpet like just pick an instrument that's not on our worship team that's and, a loud instrument and they're yeah. no but they yeah, yeah. when angels join in or heaven yeah. is praising with us one of the verses is it, it's a verse right that says when we don't praise the rocks are going to cry out yeah. so one of my go-to's in life is you're not going to get the chance not around <laughs> me i'm going to praise louder than you so yeah 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 talk to those rocks <laughs>
anyway. Yeah. And I, I just want to encourage you. I, I mean, I think of, I thought of a few of you that I know of that have been healed or something really cool has happened during worship and don't stop sharing those stories. And if yeah. anything, today's your day to, to re-share re those because like you said, worship's not for us, but something sure happens in our lives when we give God the glory that he's deserved. Yeah. So one of the reasons we wanted to do this is because worship is a really big value of ours in this church. Um, both how we live outside of Sunday morning, but quite literally what we do on Sunday morning. Um, this is why we sing the way we sing and why we do what we do and why we pause and give praise and, and why we don't want to be in a rush. And we want to lean into those uncomfortable moments because we recognize that we are entering the presence of God. And it's in that presence that we can experience power and change. And it's the very thing that we need uh, for our lives. So can I encourage each and every one of us to to look at worship more than just something we do to fill a pattern, but literally something we need mm -hmm. to, to, to actually experience the tangible power and evidence of who uh, God really is. Mm -hmm. So uh, why don't we just close in prayer sure. and uh, do you want to lead us out? Sure. Mm -hmm. God, I just thank you for this chance to come before mm -hmm. you with our, our worship, our praise as a church family, and for those online too, just just to come together to lift you up feels like just really all, all we need. And I pray, Lord, that as we do that this morning, that we would encourage one another. For some reason, that's just, mm. just on my heart today that those of you that are discouraged and or are questioning or are um, maybe whatever, embarrassed or awkward, I don't know. I don't really know what it is, but uh, I just... I just pray that you would feel encouraged this morning to, to really worship the Lord, to, to lift your hands in praise, um, because it might be a physical action, but it is for, for sure a spiritual one. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. I pray this morning, Lord, that you would um, come and move our hearts. We open our hearts to receive what you have for us this morning, to convict us, to challenge us, to minister to us, to cause us to grow and and to minister to one another um, with the fruit of that. And so I just, I think I said a whole bunch of things and I don't even know what order, but God, I pray you would come and yeah. just come and touch our hearts. Um, yeah, teach us to worship you. Cause us to have lives that have power from your presence yeah. and you, to change those around us, Lord, because of who you are. And we just thank you for that. Mm -hmm.